Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Goodbye Bullshit, Hello Happiness. I'm here with my favorite co-host, Hollis. You already know my name, Atusa, and we are here today. I wanted you guys to know more about this wonderful lady and all the things she's done and um, get to learn more about her. And we're also squeezing some talk about abundance and money. What's the difference and uh, what does it mean? So Hollis, good morning, good afternoon. I don't know when it's noon. I really don't know. What do I say? Good morning or good afternoon? I think we're almost at 12.01. So good okay. afternoon. <laughs> good afternoon. Tell us a little bit about yourself and um, what are the things you said goodbye to? What kind of bullshit you said? I'm done. Bye-bye. Mm. And also, I want you to talk about the exciting book you just released. You were the publisher. This was the first book. And we made it to number one international bestseller. Yes, yes. So, yeah, exciting news. And I think you had to go through your own journey to release some bullshit to get this done. Lots of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first off, I love I love being here with you, Atusa. You are the brightest light. So thank you. Thank you for sharing space with me. I really am very grateful. Um, yeah. So I guess... Hmm, where do I start? So I'm just going to say, you know, when you say your niceties of what you do, um, 30 years being an art teacher in many different settings, um, traditional, non-traditional, non-traditional meaning from homeless shelters to having my own businesses prior to private schools to um, that offered like once a week kind of programs to more traditional settings where it was um, public schools, charter schools, um, predominantly in underserved communities, but I have worked with ages two to 100 and I've worked with, it's just, I've had so many beautiful opportunities, but I never thought I was gonna get into teaching. I kind of never knew what I was gonna do. I wasn't this person that kind of planned things. I just was, I was kind of stuck in a lot of shyness, honestly. I kind of had to say goodbye to a lot of this worthiness, shyness stuff, um, which kept me small for a long time. And um, as I kind of decided to go to art school and all this kind of stuff, I didn't have any major special skills, um, but it was an interest that I had. Um, my mom was a teacher. I say this because I ended up going into teaching, not because of her, but it's something I was, I guess I was kind of always around. And I kind of found myself naturally being put into situations where people would say, it just presented itself and I kind of took it and I kind of went into it and just realized I kind of liked it. And even though I was turning purple and was like really nervous about stuff, I learned how to get past that and, and kind of um, say goodbye to the bullshit of it doesn't matter. And then when I was doing staff developments and I'm thinking, Oh my God, do you want me to teach adults? Like art teachers and teachers in the classroom, how to incorporate art into the class. Like what if I turn every shade of purple and then I, not even, I mean, I'd be concerned about what I was teaching, but then I was concerned about how I looked and the presentation of it. So I got to a point where I'd say, look, if I look like I'm turning many shades of purple and I'm going to pass out, I'm not. It's just something that happens to me. We laugh, we get over it. So it was kind of like this confidence building stuff. Um, 
being in the classroom for many years, you know, you just kind of learn how to acclimate. And But there's still, when I was in, especially where I was teaching, so many behavioral situations going on. And even for all the years that I was in it, there was still an unworthiness of, well, did I handle that the right way? And how come so-and-so can do it better than me? They seem to have more control than me. The kids listen to them more than me. Like a lot of that kind of bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, so about three years ago, I got the piece of paper saying, are you coming back in the fall? And I said, no, I'm not. I, I can't. But I love the story. Um, it seems you were open enough to allow the flow. You were not resisting the flow. You were going into things, even if it wasn't easy, even if it wasn't difficult, you were sort of open to it, saying yes in a way. And that yes helped you release and say goodbye to the unworthiness and shyness and um and i'm sure that also helped a lot of the people that were in your classes as well to see you going through it and hey it's if she can do it i can do it hmm. well i appreciate that it's kind of like you don't understand until you're older and you're on the yeah. other side of it especially when you're empathic and you're all these things i mean i would bring so much home did i do this enough so and so's brother was shot you know all of this kind of stuff like bringing stuff home and feeling it and then my students i'd refer to as my kids and then my own kids would say are you talking about us or are you talking about them like who are you talking about which they were kind of used to because it's what they'd always been exposed to i was doing this all of their lives um but the the light kind of went on for me when my daughter, who I guess was 16 or 15 at the time, one day she said, um, are you mad at me or are you mad at your job? Like, who are you mad at? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm being a bitch. Like, I'm just I'm not giving space to my kids and mm -hmm. I'm not giving space to my husband and I'm not giving space to myself. Um, I'm not giving myself grace. So that's when the wheels started turning and I, I was talking to him, of course, cause you know, I was like, do you support me in this choice? Because I knew I'd get sick otherwise. Like I knew mm -hmm. good things were not going to happen if, um, so yeah. So in not signing that paper to say, I'm not coming back not always saying it was the, it was the best decision I could have ever made. Did I think think it through? <laughs> like as far as the financials and all that stuff, no. <laughs> but but that's, that's the beauty of it. It felt good in here, and you followed it, and it's successful. I mean, what better way to this past week to say, hey, you are in the right place. All the people that you've touched by creating this book, bringing the people together to share their stories and their stories helping yeah. the other people. And we sometimes don't realize things when we're in it that there it might seem small to you, but the impact is bigger. Once you follow your truth and your path, there's a greater good impact on the people around you and people even that you might not even know about. So beautiful i appreciate that and that's i'm going to kind of backtrack a little bit too i've heard from multiple students and like this one particular student that's coming to mind right now 
he, um, I saw him two years after having him in my class. So he was in eighth grade at the time. And then he was in 10th grade and I hadn't seen him for two years. And uh, he saw me, he's like, Mrs. Citron, He's like, you are my favorite art teacher. I said, what are you talking about? You guys were horrible for me. <laughs> like, like they made me cry. They were so horrible. And I was like, Shit. they actually like, and one time I did break down and I was like, I can't show my emotion. Like I can't show mm -hmm. my humanness. But um, he's like, I know you never would have known it. He's like, but I actually thought that you were the coolest. And um so I've had many situations like that and I've been told that, which I was incredibly grateful, which kind of goes to that point of people that you don't always know that you're reaching, that you've reached. Um, but then fast forwarding to where I am now with I Am Creative, which the whole mission is to expand this definition of creativity beyond a pencil and a paintbrush and to empower people to own their voice. So one of the ways that I started doing it besides these experiential kits I create is my podcast. So my podcast was a way to kind of lead in to this um, three questions. How do you define creativity? How do you incorporate it into your life? And why do you think it's important? And I never thought I'd be doing this. I was always so friggin' shy. I was like, what kind of voice do I have? And then I've always been good in that area. So mm -hmm. but I just never really recognized it. So um I met all these incredible people. And then this publishing house opportunity kind of, I was in a multi-author book and I loved it. And anyway, I was like, you know what? This publishing house would be another space to like get people's voices out, to get their stories out, which I've always been intrigued by. Ever since I was a kid, I would imagine that people were in their own little movie and were mm -hmm. our own main character. If we choose to be the main character, we are, but how, whatever we want that character to look like. So I always kind of envisioned that even when I was a kid that, you know, you brush arms with someone and you're in their movie for like a few seconds or that exchange. So I just found that this book was just another way. And I'm so grateful because the creativity is whatever you want it to be. It just opened up. It's just beautiful when you have a concept and you don't know exactly how it's going to unfold. Mm -hmm. And then you guys help sculpt it into life, which I'm eternally grateful for. Well, we are grateful for you. And you mentioned something in there too, that it's the fact that you brought your light into this and letting it flow, letting it shine. And that you had a vision that everybody has a story and that's so true. That's actually something I tell everybody as well when my clients come in. I have an artwork with it too, that we take this life too seriously. And that's what the good whole goodbye bullshit hello happiness is, that we take things too seriously. We take it the reality of life too serious. And we're not looking at it as... I am creating this movie. I am the main character. I'm the director. I'm the producer. I'm the uh, actor, actress in it. This is my the movie. writer. And I, exactly. And I get to create, write what I want, um, which is, you know, leading to abundance and money. Um, it plays a big role, I've noticed, with people, and I'd like to hear what you think, because I think, again, people get stuck 
with the money aspect of it, with the cash aspect of it, how much cash I have in my pocket, how much cash I have in my bank. And it's all this, the need for more, 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 more. I need more cash. I need more income. And they really don't touch on abundance where abundance is a feeling abundance is an energy it's something that's around us surrounds us and and people say you know well they they want to be rich but they don't really talk about i want to be abundant and abundant has nothing to do with your cash flow it has nothing to do with how much cash you have in your bank it's more of feeling that energy surrounding yourself with that energy and creating your movie based on that abundance as well write the abundance in your story right right and i think yeah i totally agree um that it's an energy that it's a feeling when you it's an emotion like when you feel abundant in your life there's gratitude attached to it there's like there's there's this feeling of you're just so elated because you're seeing you're just you're so high vibe because everything is like literally tingling because it's just like i feel so freaking abundant which has nothing to do with the cash in your account it has to do with the the people that are surrounding you um you know every everything that's around you the love that you feel the excitement that you feel it's it's all about that does the cash affect how abundant you can feel yes they they can kind of that's where we kind of squash i feel like we kind of squash that abundance because i i am in that i get in that space as well it's kind of like well is one reflecting the other is one well if i don't have that in the that that money in the account where i want it to be then how can i feel abundant and it's going to make me go into this negative emotional spiral which then affects how i interact and connect with everybody else because i'm in a space of worry i'm in a space of fear i'm in a space of lack mm -hmm. but i i think it also kind of i kind of wanted to mention and i wonder what you think too is that um being very intentional and in setting your vision and your goals have a large part to do with personally how abundant I can feel and getting back into that energy space. Like when I'm clear, not necessarily having to know the how on everything, but when I'm clear on saying like, I'm creating a multi-author book and I specifically said, creativity is whatever you want it to be. It's going to have 20 people in it. And it did. Mm -hmm. It had, there was slowness in times of people trickling in and all this kind of stuff while well, I had other people going on. But that vision, that abundance, that happened because I had a goal. I feel like if we don't have a goal, then we get frazzled. I, I don't talk about it in terms of goal, just because again, the words have specific energy for people i've noticed when you say gold then they become obsessed with it and they want to make sure it happens a certain way and it they, they become controlling vision i love that and vision goes along with what we were talking about earlier creating the life you want you're the producer you're the writer 
you're the director and having that vision of for you it's you know it was this book that i want to create this book okay then you're sending it out into the universe sort of like opening your eyes here's what i want bring it to me i'm open to receiving it whichever way you're going to bring it whichever door you're going to open up for me i'm open to it i'm going to walk through and receive it and that helps with that energy of abundance because yeah when you tap into that that's again it's like you said it's in everything it's the love you have it's even the the furniture everything that you have in your home the home itself i even tell people outside you're walking you're seeing these beautiful trees birds grass that's abundance you're going by the river that's abundance uh this the whole planet that is an abundant energy that's a source of abundance so tapping into as many things that you can around you to bring that flow to you and allowing to come with every shape or form that is necessary or that's in right path for you it's the right one for you because i had this conversation too with some people it's um if you let it flow it doesn't even need to flow in the form of cash or right. a paycheck it can come with different things you can receive what you need in so many different ways that you know i like i like to call them my magical stories so i wanted to get uh security cameras for my house uh one of these uh whatever they call them from Amazon. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was looking at different ones and I got four of them in the mail. I checked my card. I hadn't ordered it. It wasn't on my order. I would, I didn't get charged for it. So I'm like, Hmm, I called my sister. I said, Hey, did you send me cameras? And she's like, no, I didn't send you. I knew you were looking, but you said you were going to look and see what you wanted. I said, well, I just got four cameras. Are you sure you didn't order anything? They haven't charged you, have they? It's like, no, I didn't order anything for you. And there wasn't, nobody called me to say they ordered it. For, I don't know. Four cameras, wireless cameras showed up at my house. You and are a powerful this, being. <laughs> that's the that's the thing that i did not limit that yeah. money or abundance has to flow in a certain way my son used to make this thing again this is before COVID, when we would go out more to eat and you know every time i went to a restaurant i got something for free Either it was an appetizer, meal, whatever it was. And it was becoming like a joke for Ilya and I. Whenever we would go someplace, it's like, Mom, do you think we're going to get something else today? <laughs> like, I don't know. We'll see. If they give it to us, they give it to us. I didn't ask for it. I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And one time we went with a bunch of his friends and um, was his friend and their family. We all went out. And uh, it was apparently a restaurant. They had gone there often. 
and when we sat down, um, I had gone a little bit earlier. I just chit-chatted with the manager, and then we sat down. And there was this two appetizers that came, and everybody was like, oh, no, no, we didn't order that. We didn't order that. And the guy said, it's okay. We know you didn't order it. We just brought it to you for free to try it out. <laughs> and then they were all like, wow, you know, this had never happened to us. And then Ilya goes, Oh no, that happens to us all the time. When you go through the restaurants with my mom, she always gets this stuff. But you know, I love it. It's being open to receiving and allowing the flow of however it wants to come to me. Let it come to me. I'm not going to block it. I love that. And you're exactly right. And actually now like that you said that the whole that word vision it is very true because I realize in pretty much everything I do, it's very much it, it, like it pops in my head and I'm like, okay, I have to take action right now. I have a vision for it. Don't know how it's going to happen. Don't know exactly like the podcast. That's what it was. I was like, okay, I have these three questions. Who's going to be on my show? And it kind of started out as a, in writing and then it went to Facebook lives and then it went to this. So there was a, a growth process in it um mm -hmm. but it was based off of the vision of it being created and then it just kind of yeah being open to the flow you're right yeah it does have a totally different energy to it yeah and vision um i know even vision people have a different attitude toward vision i think you and i have the same one that it's like a download you get and you suddenly like, yes, that's it. That's what I want. And you go for it. But, um, and there's no right or wrong. And I've seen people, again, do vision boards. And it's good as long as you don't get attached to it. That was, um, I found out many people that do vision boards and they have to have, again, it's having to have it a certain way. Having it come to you in that way and then that's when the attachment starts, control starts, and mm. then everything gets narrow and blocked. But I think you and I, our definition of vision is pretty much the same, where it's, a, it's like a download and you see it, it's like, okay, let's see how it's gonna come, let's go get it. And I think with vision boards, I've seen, I can see what you're saying, um, but I have seen them in a way that's kind of representative where mm -hmm. somebody's like, I kind of like this style. And because I like this style, I I just, I don't know, I want to look for it more. It resonates with me. Um, or I like this color. Like I've seen it kind of used in those ways, which I think are supportive um, mm -hmm. personally uh, to kind of help. Because if somebody doesn't know how to do it, it's kind of like you need to create structure and you need to start someplace in order to, to build the skill, basically. Yeah, yeah. No, every, my... I think everything is good as long as you take the attachment out of it. Mm -hmm. Vision board, great. As long as you don't have that attachment to let it flow. Mm -hmm. Even if you set goal, it's great. And allowing room for that goal to move, shift, change, get bigger, get different. So, um, yes. Yeah, whatever, whichever way you're going, however way you use your tools to help you, this grabbing at things and 
narrowing it down, narrowing your channels, basically. And again, abundance is all about opening, opening those channels, opening it to be more and more channels, wider channels, and letting it flow in whichever way it wants to come in however shape or form it wants to come. Yeah. Yeah. Open to the magic. Open to the magic. <laughs> exactly. Anything else you want to share with our viewers? Hmm. I have a question about your publishing company. How did you come up with the name? I love that name. Thank you. It all kind of, it was a download. <laughs> My tagline for uh, I am creative is explore, express, expand, mm -hmm. explore possibilities, express yourself and expand your thinking. So I kind of went back since they're kind of their sister companies, they're intertwined. And I was like, Hmm, express, express yourself. That just makes sense. Makes sense. Um, so didn't have to think about it too much. That's kind of like, that's the best kind, isn't it, everybody? I mean, it just, and I think that's intuition in your gut. It's like you listen to it. I didn't have to ask a million people and say, what do you think? It's, that's what it is. And it feels good to me. And I how do you get your downloads? How do your downloads look like? They just kind of hit, right? Like they're like a feeling. It's like yeah. it's visceral. It's either that or I see it in my head. Um, there's something I'm kind of birthing into life, which, um, yeah, you know, you get, especially when you're a creative brain, it's just, you're torn in all these directions. It's like, well, which one do I go with? Do I do this? Do I do that? Do I do this? Because if you get too, like, ah, you get too, um, all over the place, too scattered. But, um, yeah, this one particular idea, my husband and I were walking through the city and, through Philly and we saw something happening and I was like, I could create something like that. That's a group experience that has something to do with my vision. What is it? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. within about two hours, I came up with the basic idea and it was like a crafting of the concept for like two years, but I actually did a test run of it um, about a month and a half ago. Nice. So that's exactly what uh, I wanted to find out. So your downloads happen just, it's not like you're actually sitting there in meditation or trying to go get it. It just naturally flows to you and comes to you. And it's like if you're walking or you're sitting, conversation, see something, you know, like in this case, you guys were walking and saw something. And Usually. so it's anywhere. Sometimes like quotes and things um, mm -hmm. in a meditation, like creativity um, isn't cute, it's necessary or creativity uh, goes beyond a pencil and a paintbrush. That um, is uh, something that came in a meditation. So I know that she's going to be back. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> Sorry, don't know what happened. It's just like my screen went blank. <laughs> but sometimes those things come in a um, meditation at times. Um, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So. Well, thank you. I'm glad that the audience got to learn more about you and your wonderful work. Guys, please check out her podcast. She has a whole podcast on her own with some wonderful guests. And uh, if you want to, I'll let you talk about your next book as well. Can you tell everybody about your next book that 
your next multi-author book? Oh, thank you. Well, first off, this book, Creativity Is Whatever You Want It To Be, is out on Kindle now. So we will put all the links under here. You need to read Atusa's story. It is a powerful one. And the whole idea is about expansion beyond just this whole traditional concept of how we view creativity. So um, you need to hear her story and the 19 others. So um, we'll put all the links here. And the next book, if you're feeling like you just want to get your story out and it just feels so overwhelming um, and you want community and you want support and you want to go to number one on Amazon. The next one is Invisible No More, Stepping Into the Spotlight. So want to hear your story, um, whatever's kind of held you back, whatever's kept you smaller. And then you were just like, not doing it anymore. <laughs> exactly. Time for all you guys to come out, shine your lights. And this is a perfect way to do it. I found out it's it's great community. Um, yeah, everybody really supports each other and helps each other. And Hollis is there every step of the way to make sure you have what you need to get it done. So if anybody, all you people out there, time to shine your, your lights, come out into the spotlight, invisible no more. I like that title too. <laughs> Thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us, those of you that were live and the rest of you that are watching this afterward. The links I'm going to put in um, into the comment section or into the storyline. So um, get your copies now. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Hollis. Bye. Thanks, Atusa. Bye. Bye.